0: Yo, this is Jake Cuts Fresh, and you're checking out the Barbering in Real Life podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status, barber life. Hey, 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 what's going on? It's Jake, jakecutsfresh.com, Instagram, at jake underscore cuts underscore fresh. What's going on? That was weird, huh? I was gone for like two years or <laughs> close to it, 21 months or something. Um, been a little bit, man. I had to kind of figure out stuff in my life. Um, to put it short, I got divorced and uh, it really fucked me up for a while. Um, I, it's, uh, I think the best way to say it without, you know, I don't want to get into details or whatever. I just, the best way to say it is uh, I thought the Ted Lasso quote was great. He said, divorce is hard. It doesn't matter if you're leaving or if you're the one getting left. It makes folks do crazy things, you know. Um, I learned a lot about myself very quickly. Um, I had to things changed, my world changed, Um, so anyway, I didn't feel like talking about shit, man, I didn't feel like talking about barbering at all, I didn't feel like talking about really anything, so uh, I wasn't able to produce or project an air of confidence (laughs) at all, you know, it really rocked me, Um, so yeah, so we'll leave it at that, but anyway, there was a couple cats that reached out well a lot of you reached out and I appreciate all of you um two men I'm gonna name uh Martin I'm gonna mess you up man but my man from Australia Martino Martin Martin I'm 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 really bad with the Instagram uh abbreviations slash translation uh and then Mark Allen um these guys were hoping I was going to be making some more episodes and told them briefly what was going on and they were checking in with me to see how I was doing I spent a lot uh, it's it's really important for me to help people and I actually had to help myself for the past year and a half uh, more than anybody which was very difficult for me to do it's not something self care I remember I was talking with my counselor my therapist about stuff and he's like well what do you do for self care and I was like "What? what are you talking about You know, like I eat a lot at night, you know, that makes me feel good for a couple hours. But I started to learn about real self-care and I started to learn about, you know, triggers that I have. I, I learned that I have like really debilitating anxiety. I didn't even, I never flagged it. I was just always told to toughen up and quit being a pussy and this kind of stuff when I was a kid. But, uh. I got a lot, I get this type of anxiety, and not from normal stuff, not from like, I have no problem speaking in front of thousands of people, I have no problem uh, addressing an issue with an employee, or this kind of thing, or whatever, Um, but there's certain things when I have to have a tough conversation with somebody, and I don't know how it's going to go, I kind of black out. Uh, Traveling, like getting on a plane, a lot of anxiety, and I kind of go into a different space in my mind and I really, I screw things up a lot when I travel. Weird little things like this, right? It's stuff I just, I learn about myself. Um, kind of getting down to the core of, okay, what do, what do I want to do? Uh, what do I want my life to look like now, you know? What do I want my kids' life to look like? How can I make that happen? So, um, yeah, it's been a journey, to say the least. But, through it all, my barbershop was my fortress of solitude, you know, it was a place that, and shout out to my barbers, they just, they held me down, man, Uh, I, you know, there was a point where I was Uh, Maybe in like November, December of 21, I was like, hey, guys, this is what we're going to be doing for 22. I'm excited about it. We're going to bring this in and bring that in and we're going to start doing this and like big team meeting. And then like two days later, I realized, you know, maybe a week later, I realized that uh, my marriage was going down. And I said, guys, everything I said last week, forget about it. We're not doing any of it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know where I'm going to be sleeping next. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a weird time. And you know what? They said, no problem. What do you need? And they never complained once and they showed up early and stayed late and knew when to ask questions and knew when not to ask questions. And I'm really thankful for them. So that was, that was nice. Um, and then, uh, you know, I was able to just go to work, cut hair. And that was a place where I could just be me where I had control, and that was really nice, and uh, so just like another brick in the wall for how much I love cutting hair and how much barbering has helped me out in my life, um, fast forward a little bit, you know, I'm trying to make music again, I decided I was going to start writing again, I used to make a lot of hip hop music, it's linked in my uh, Instagram, it's been there for a couple of years, you could check it out, and I've mentioned it on a bunch bunch of different episodes. But, yeah, so decided to invest in some beats and actually pay some money for some good beats from producer. You know, shout out Nickel Plated. He's done a lot of beats for a lot of famous big names. Um, he's a friend of a friend, so it was a nice connection. And i um, been working on this album, and it's been really cool. And in the process, people have been sending me kind of beats because they've been hearing me come back and been doing little one-offs, so... We got uh, a single just dropped last week called Flip the Tape. That's, uh, well, it should be linked in my... It's not, actually, now that I think about it. It's not in my link tree, so i got to fix that. But, uh, yeah, man, I it, you know, I got really lost. This podcast is one of the things that I love doing as, like, a as active service. I love serving people. But in the process... Um, a lot of things I was doing was because it was what my wife had wanted, you know, and I, and I, I want it too, cause I like to learn new things, right? So maybe it's, you know, buying a house or maybe it's, you know, I don't know, different business ideas she owned her own, she owns her own business too. There was a lot of things there that I enjoyed, uh, doing because it would, it was in service to her, um. But now that it's not a us thing, it's a me thing. What the hell do I actually want? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very, it's very uh, scary because you go, Jesus, who, who am I? You know? And so, what I kind of come up with so far is that I am a loving and creative communicator at my core. That's 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 who I am. And uh, I'm 45, almost 45 years old. I really like lifting weights. I really like cutting hair. I like making music. And I like doing this podcast I love coaching, I love being around my kids and talking to them And I got a good woman in my life that uh, we've been seeing each other for about a year now um, Old friend that we kind of reconnected and became romantic And she's great and she's a supportive person that holds me down And, you know, this is what I got so far And then I realized, this, uh, it's ever-revolving who I am is ever evolving, and that's okay. I think I used to try to lock in who I am, and maybe some people do that, and maybe some people don't. I, I, I'm i just not one of those people. I'm always editing. You know, that's. I'm like a producer at heart. Like, I've been making music since I was uh, 15, 16. Once I got my license, I could drive in the city. I mean, I've been making tapes in my basement since I was like in eighth grade realistically like going to a studio and like saying no I want it to sound like this was probably 16 years old so that was like kind of introduction to what you know you're putting sound on you know back then it was reel to reel two inch tape and then you're removing some this is exactly what we do when we're cutting hair we're removing things we're editing the way this hair looks Uh, I'm an editor I always try to figure out how to say things better I figure out how somebody else could have said things better. That's pretty annoying if you didn't ask for that help. Um, I, I'm i an editor. I'm always trying to find the best way to do things and the best version of myself. And I think for a long time I thought that was a shitty thing to be. But now I'm very proud of it and I'm excited to be that. You know, so it's kind of like getting down a brass tax. Who am I under all this shit? And, uh, you know, am I okay with it? And if I'm not, then I need to work on changing it, you know? But, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's basically what's been going on. There's <laughs> a lot. There was a lot. It was a crazy couple of years. I mean, between the shutdown of COVID, um, me having to sell one of my barbershops because I really just couldn't get it back off the ground. And that was a whole nother podcast. I'll probably do because I could tell you how, A barbershop looked real successful on the surface, but the infrastructure was so fucked that it couldn't survive, you know? Um, That's a whole other cast, probably. I think that would be a good subject, actually. Um, You know, and then kind of coming out of that and kind of getting my feet kind of back under me and getting uh, just the one shop, you know, uh, back on its feet. And then, you know, going through a divorce. It's like, Jesus, man, I can't... I just felt like the world was coming at me, it was a very strange place to be, because I'm not really a poor me kind of guy, but I became one for a little bit there, you know, and it it was funny, so side story, uh, right around that time I sold the Milford shop, the building that I rent in the Medfield shop got sold. And I'm talking to the guy who owns a little business next door about it. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I heard that new owner's gonna tear it down. And I was like, What? (laughs) What the fuck? This is terrible. I just sold the other shop and now this. And I'm freaking out on the way home and I'm thinking about it. And then just kind of felt, you know, God's hand on me going, Hey, man, you just made all that shit up. (laughs) You literally just made that whole story up in your head. You have no idea what this guy knows. We have no idea what their plans are. Maybe you shouldn't worry about it until you go through it. You know, this is a, this is a stoic uh, virtue. This is, uh, I learned through, you know, stoicism, you know, why suffer imaginary troubles? You don't know, don't go through it twice. So I said, you're, you're right. If I'm going to make up a story, why don't I make up a good story? So I'm, I'm going to make the story up that this new guy loves the place. He wants to completely renovate everything. He wants to restore it to its former glory. The building is, uh, you know, it was built in 1901 or something like that. So we're talking. God, I mean, how many years is that? That's, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> I should know that. It's a hundred and something years, right? Um, anyway, uh, so, you know, he want, that's what he wants to do. In my mind, I'm going to make up that story. And then he's going to love the way I keep things going. Tight in that plaza and pick up trash, and he's gonna love the business my business brings in, and he's gonna lower my rent. That's the story I'm making up, okay? That's that's gonna be a great story. Let me tell you something fast forward about two years, it's exactly what happened. You believe that? This dude, I I reached out to him, or actually, I was walking by him, he was fixing something, and I said, Hey, you know, I just started the last year of my lease, so I'm wondering if you want to sit down and kind of go through the next, you know, next lease. I want to do at least another. You know at least another five years but I plan on being here for a while in 20 years you know and uh he's like okay yeah how much how much are you paying now and I said this and he's like oh wow can, can you afford that I said well yeah I can afford it you know it's the biggest jump in the lease it was tiered so like every year it would go up a little bit a percentage just to the biggest percent he's like yeah yeah all right well let's just let's just knock it down 50 bucks huh? I'm like <laughs> serious. Yeah, is that good? I said, that's fantastic. He goes, yeah, and we'll just do that for like five years. But like, we'll do a new lease. But like, that can be, I'm like, oh my God, man. And I just started smiling and just thanking God. Like, that's exactly, that's amazing, man. You know, there's these amazing moments where you go, oh, everything's going to be all right. And, and you realize how much, I realized how much that my head plays a factor and what actually happens around me. And I don't know. I don't know about the secret and all this stuff. And manifesting and vision boards and all that. I don't know. I don't I don't know. That tends to be in a line that's a little bit cuckoo to me. And, uh, well, I'll put it this way. I don't think the universe is here to serve me. Okay? And so that's where I have trouble with it. I think I'm here to serve others. But I'm noticing that things really happen when you do that, so it's been kind of cool in that respect, um, so the reason I decided to do the podcast again was I just hired my fifth and final barber for the shop in uh, Medfield, and I don't know why I keep calling it the Medfield shop, it's the only shop shop, it's the only shop I own, uh, anyhow, it's a guy that I met through the podcast, he found the cast, he reached out through Instagram, found out we actually live moments apart from each other, The guy, uh, Chris, before that, he, same thing, lived in a couple towns away, found the podcast, was just getting to barber school. We kept in touch. He finished. I hired him. The podcast provides, guys. Holy smokes. This is crazy, you know. The podcast provides. This is what I keep hearing in my head. So I'm like, yeah, man, let me get this thing started up again. I'm excited to talk about things again. I understand who I am as a man, I understand where I am in my journey in life. And that's really, really comforting to be centered. And so it's time to start talking again. And so here it is. So this is the welcome back episode. Uh, I plan on doing the same exact format, talking to my friends about stuff in the industry. Um, I plan on making some sort of academy, um, my biggest beef with the industry right now is where barber schools are leaving students. Um, it's They're just not teaching you shit, and it sucks. It's like, by the way, I swear a lot now. That's just, that's what happens now. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, and we'll get into that. But I would also really like to hear from you all. You know what I mean? So, uh, you can always email me, fresh no underscores, at gmail, or... You can um, hit me through Instagram, which seems to be the number one way people communicate. I'm, I'm good either one. Um, Twitter's all screwed up for me. I was on there a lot, but I don't really understand it now, man. I'm missing. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> I have no desire to be on Twitter right now, and that might change. You know, things always change. But for right now, I'm happy to be speaking on the subject again. Um, I really thank all of you who reached out. Uh, toughest two years of my life. Toughest two years of my life, hands down. Uh, but I feel like uh, rising up out of it is, is, is real and it's happening. So, all right. Let me know what you want to hear about and uh, we'll get it going, man. Thank you.